garbage, I'm going through something, that's why I ain't calling. Phone and progression, it's all that I wanted. The phone and affection, I summon and dub it. Cause I got problems on problems on problems on problems on problems on problems. I solve them, I run through the money, the pressure. I today. He just he donated for the 22 lot. Nice. Yeah, so. He was hungover as fuck. Was he? Oh, I drank too much last night, I did not feel good. But I'm gonna do it! Did well. Alright, guys, welcome back to Fitness Driven Podcast. I'm here with the staff today. We got four. We got Coach Madison, Coach James, and we got Coach Littles. Mike. <laughs> I always get the nicknames. It's Coach Littles today, man. Littles. Because you're getting bigger again. It's like the one I'm really excited. little and everything else. You're getting your muscles back because you're you're like able to do some do fitness stuff. again. So it's exciting. So I can call you Coach Littles for the time being. Right, for now. Because you're going to surpass my... Um, well, that's a good thing. That's like the small Paul, little Paul thing. I know. So it's like when you're when they when they call you Coach Little, but you're really just jacked. No one would call you that. You're the only one. But oh, I do? We're starting that now. You're Why little. Not? So? You go Coach Big. So Coach it's supposed big. to be the opposite. Got it. Madison's Coach Big. Mike's Coach Little. There we go. Boom. That works for me. Done deal. Solving problems. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, the topic today we wanted to discuss was meditation and stillness and how it affects your fitness. Uh, it's a it's an underutilized kind of habit that's game changer for a lot of us because I because I I meditate. James, do you meditate? Is that I meditate? And then Coach Little. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit, <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, Madison and Madison, you you do the same, right? Yeah, yeah, so, morning and night. Morning and night. So let's 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 start unpacking this uh, topic because I think it's something that no one really incorporates into their game, but I think it has massive benefits as far as losing weight, gaining muscle, reducing stress, pretty much all of the above. I just heard somebody yell in the back. Don't worry, it's fine. That's meditation happening right now. I hope someone's okay back there. <laughs> you hear that? Yes. Okay, so um, let's start with James. So here's the question. What makes a good meditation session? Mm, what that's makes a really a good, good question. meditation session? Um, it's, it's funny. That's a good question. And um, I say what makes a good meditation session is what you actually um, take from it that moment after you finish like it could okay. be five minutes of meditation could be 10 mm-hmm. but can you open your eyes or walk out the door or walk out of the room and have a little bit of peace and clarity nice. um, because that's it because you could be like honestly you could meditate in the morning you could have not a lot going on um, and it's not hey you know you're not trying to de-stress yourself but at the end of the night, man, you're trying to meditate for a different reason, and you're just trying to find that peace. And I think if you can walk away with that little bit of peace, that's, that's a game changer. That's winning a meditation. I like that. Any other? What well, makes I say the same thing. It's that, it's that moment, like right when you open back up your eyes and like you start to breathe normally. <clears throat> it's Ooh, like a yeah, brand new feeling. I just I, I feel brand new. That's the reason I do it. I feel like. I can clear my mind for like five minutes and just and sit sit in that for five minutes, sit in quiet, sit in stillness. I feel brand new. Like I feel like I can take on the world at that when I Ooh. open my eyes. And that's why I do it. I like that. Madison? For what? me, it just yeah. get, gets me out of bed, like especially when I do it in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, because usually when I wake up in the morning, I don't want to get out of bed. I'm one of those people. 
it just like lays there for 20 minutes. Oh, so it's, like, I don't yeah. want to get out of bed. So when I do my meditation, I like, even though I, cause I do guided. Yeah. So even though Me it too. like it talks you through and says, breathe normally, I never breathe normally. I always breathe deep because mm-hmm. I feel like it gets more oxygen into all of my organs and into my body so that when I open my eyes, I'm now awake. My body's oh, like, cool. it's ready to go. And so then it's easier for me to get get up out of bed and get ready for the day. It's like a step in between like hardcore working mode and then like just not awake. Yes. That's like a cool way. Yeah. yeah. I used cool. to do that during, um, during COVID. I used to wake up and I used to give myself that 10 minutes. Instead of hitting snooze, it would get up, go outside. And that's where I um, discovered it was better for me to meditate outside. You can't meditate in your office. You know, there's too much yeah. work there. You can't meditate... Like in your living room, there's your TV and all those things. But I meditated in my backyard where the only thing that I could see, and it was weird, it was like a tree and the plains and random stuff. And all of a sudden, I'm like, that's where I can get my 10 minutes. And um, finding the place to meditate was really unique because 10 minutes of silence, the first time you tried it, Madison, how hard was 10 minutes of silence? Um, Well... (laughs) <laughs> I feel like this is going back far. The first time I tried it when I was like younger, it was 30 seconds and then it was, why didn't this work? I'm never doing this again. <laughs> yeah. It didn't change anything. Yeah. yeah. That patience. I know that first time I did it for 10 minutes, I'm like, I kept looking at my phone. I'm like, it has been four minutes. This is crazy. Yeah. How, hurry up with this meditation. Like, and yeah. You're, you're trying to find the solution. It's like, where is it? How come I'm not losing weight yet? Why won't this meditation work? Go. And then you're solving the problem mm-hmm. of your meditation while you're trying to meditate. It was, it's kind of a, a unique thing where you just kind of have to be in that moment. Yeah. And that's meditating. You know, no matter what you get from it, just being in that moment. I like that. I, I'm going to steal pretty much all of yours combined. I think like a, a really, really strong meditation sense or, or session touches on all of the senses and what i mean by that like there's touch you know how it guides you to, to feel your muscles the, your muscles relax or maybe the temperature of the the room or the air flow right the other portion of a good meditation session is being aware of noise what are you listening to like again like the air or it could be that random person that was just like yeah <laughs> Right, so the the unique sounds that are happening all around you, uh, the smell, it can be the smell, like the smell of your backyard. It could be uh, the smell of lavender if that's your thing. It's probably Mike's. Are we in Mike's backyard? <laughs> Mike's backyard. Like sure. Yeah. Um, what else am I missing? So there's a, what else is it? Taste. I guess taste is important. Like as far as your mindful eating, um, I guess you can taste the salt in your mouth. Is that a thing? I don't know. Maybe you meditate uh, and drink coffee. Maybe oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Because a so, lot of people, you know, ritualistically drink coffee. Yeah. They have no need for the caffeine. Yeah. But they wake up and they drink coffee. And that is almost a meditation moment for them. My wife does it every morning. Mm-hmm. And drinks her coffee, spends moments with the dogs. Then she starts her day. She exactly. doesn't need that cup of well, coffee. That first sip is just like... You're like, mm, the smell and just yeah. being there. And you exactly. just all of a sudden you relax. Mm-hmm. What am I missing? I got four senses. Do you eyes? Eyes. Oh, and then sight, which is which is really unique because a lot of times when we meditate, we close our eyeballs, right? But I've done meditations where you actually just open your eyes and just see as many things that are happening in the moment 
and then it like really really just puts you kind of in that stillness in that present uh moment so it's really morning, cool. yeah. those morning meditations that i um do and you wake up and have to go outside for Mm-hmm. Those are the ones you open your eyes for. Yeah. Um, if I didn't open my eyes, I would almost fall back asleep. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been in that good place, and that's what I really like about um, morning meditations is it gives you the freedom to open your eyes. And I, I looked at this tree that had these birds flying in it. You know, there was a unique time where the planes were taken off, and I could watch a plane. I'm like, ooh, yeah, yeah. I'm like that's awesome. But it was I would have never looked at a plane, care less about that. Yeah, I'm not on that plane. I don't yeah. care. So here, here's what's really cool. So we, we talked about kind of that meditation and getting into stillness. The after effect of it is 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 kind of the benefit physically and mentally. And here's, here's what I mean. When we're running, like let's just say we, we woke up with just right into work, right into work, right into emails, right into the news. What happens to our our senses we're just we're just naturally stressed yeah, you run on 10 all day yeah you run on 10 all day and then when you're running on 10 all, all day what are the chances that we're going to be mindful on our eating Not, you see what i mean you wake up late you stop at mcdonald's and pick something up you're a little stressed out and then you're you're, you're carrying this level of stress all the way to lunchtime and what's what's the next what's let's the order next? something good for lunch mm-hmm. let's make me feel better i want to feel less stressed out Exactly, less stressed out, and then it gets chaotic, and then you're at the end of your night or day, and um, am I going to go to the gym? Yeah, going to the gym, but then if you think dinner, most people, and I've had lots of clients that do this, they they get home and they forget to eat dinner, and it's 9 o'clock at night, and they have to eat something right before they go to bed, and then it's never the best choice, and then they go to bed Mm -hmm. overly full or not full enough, and they have a crappy night of sleep. Right. So they're just bouncing around everywhere. So we're not making great choices if we're not starting our day in peace. Uh, we were we had a conversation about like like someone or I was describing what meditation was for a client, and it was I wanted I, I told the client I was like I want you to imagine a shaker bottle and put water in it. Okay. Now, when you have water in it, I want you to picture the water moving if you're shaking it. Where would the water go if it was, if it was open? Everywhere. It would go everywhere. Would you know where it would, it would go? Probably not. Now, when, when you take that blender bottle and you, you sit, sit it on the, the floor or the table for five to ten minutes, what happens to that water? settles it settles it starts to subside now if you put a rock right in the center of that water and then you drop it you start to see the ripple of the waves right so stillness is your mind but then when you settle it for that five to ten minutes you're able to see where those waves go okay so you can make more conscious decisions instead of this water just splashing everywhere and kind of that's what that's how i equate stillness and meditation so when you when you when you settle the mind you can make geez much better decisions for sure and i think um i actually it's funny you say that i had a conversation today with uh a uh, athlete she came in like everyone's working from home so she wanted to make the noon class well her you know 
her Zoom call ran over, so she's running into the gym. Right. And now she's like trying to get her workout in, but she's got to run back home. Mm. So there was a unique moment where after every workout, we always stretch, but we always um, go into this quick meditative state. We try to bring that stress of the central nervous system down before she heads mm -hmm. back out because I told her, I'm like, hey, I don't want you to run back into work and then you're in work for the next four hours in this stressful moment. As soon right. as you get off, you're going to take this big exhale and then now what's the rest of your day? You're going to be relieved instead of saying, man, take a couple moments when you get back to your office and take two minutes and breathe. And that's right. what we talked about. Take two or three minutes. And, and that's the unique thing about working from home is we don't have anybody hovering over our desk, maybe our kids and our families, mm -hmm. um, but now being able to pause for two minutes wherever you're at and just breathe and take a couple meditative breaths because I think Madison was saying she does the guided meditation. I think we've all done it. But the guided meditation app we use, you can you choose two minutes, three minutes, five minute long meditations. One hour. One hour. The one hours are awesome. But yeah. like, hey, I've done it in the middle of a busy day. Give me two minutes of just breathing. What can center me? And then you jump back on it. And that was yeah. what she needed is because her day was going to run full speed on 10 yeah. for the rest of it just because she had one meeting run over by five minutes. Was it early? Uh, Lisa. Lisa. Yeah, she works okay. for the state. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's let's talk about kind of how we can apply this. Now, when you are applying it, how frequent are you applying it? Like, how frequent do you apply it? Yeah, when I first started, it was every morning. Mm -hmm. Now it's rarely every night. I'd say twice, three times a week. On the night times. At night time now, yeah. Well, like okay. right when I get home from the gym, it's like six or seven. So you do it every day, though. No, two to three times a week. Probably. Two to three times yeah. a week. Okay. Yeah. All right. Depending so what? On you, yeah. Football schedule. Oh, football schedule. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how many times are you guys doing it? Uh, mine's probably five, six nights. Okay. Um, and then I probably do um, three to four days. Three to four days. Three to four days. My both of my weekend. Uh, days are start a little earlier, so I don't get them on my weekends as much. Mm -hmm. But my weekdays normally, um, excluding right. typically it's Tuesday through Friday, right. um, strategically planned because my Mondays. I love Mondays. Madison, I'm a weird guy. What are you doing every day? You said. Yeah, I do every morning. Mm -hmm. um, some days can be hit or miss because okay. sometimes, like I call it my potato Sundays. Potato Sundays. No, I just lay in bed until like 10 a.m. and it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then at nighttime, my nighttime ones are different. My nighttime ones, I wouldn't necessarily, I mean, I guess you could say meditation, but I just call it deep breathing to help me fall asleep. Like, I don't I do not do it to really, yeah. like, you know, like meditation, they say it's not, you're not supposed to be doing it to fall asleep. You're supposed to, to clear your mind right. so that you can concentrate on the now. Well, I do it at night to fall asleep. Like, I just do deep breathing. Yeah. I focus on stomach breathing and stuff yeah. until I go to sleep. But you clear your mind because you're focusing on your breath. And yeah. Of course you're going to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. Right now, let me ask you this: How many times do you guys train in fitness? Every day. Yeah. Every day. Every day because of the seventy-five. Oh yeah. 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 James, how so, many see, I, I'm probably I'm probably four to five. I'm at the gym every day, but I strategically, and I think we talked about this. I very rarely work out more than five days a week. Right. Um, and. You know, just physically because of my body, um, 
but when I do work out, I do focus on a little bit more breathing now. So just being in that moment. Being in that moment. That, that, um, that box breathing moment. Um, wherever I'm at, you know, just finding that place where I can meditatively breathe and not get ahead of myself. Now, here's what I'm getting at. Uh, how many of those days that you guys do work out are perfect workout days? Uh, one or two. <laughs> and not even a full day. Maybe right. one or two workouts in that okay. day. Yeah. yeah. Now, how many? And so, so yeah, yeah. yeah, or sometimes none. Yeah, sometimes it's none. Okay. Yeah, sure. Now, 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 let's equate that to meditation. How many of your meditation sessions are like, wow, I feel peaceful now. Killed that, right? I killed that meditation. How many? For me, it's every, if you do it every time. Oh, damn! Your technique is flawless. Right, I mean, I've been doing it for a long time. I started okay, a long so time really ago. Good. Started guided. Okay. And then I found this yoga teacher who was teaching at our CrossFit class. Okay. In, in Utah and. Like she, she had it down to a science, and from then on, it's just been not easy for me, but yeah. just Easier. to find, her, yeah, okay. to be relaxed and find, find. Oh, you're a pro. Do you teach? Pro, but teach me. I probably could actually. Yeah, you probably can. So there's a unique thing that I think you've probably developed, and it's a lot of habits around the time you're going to meditate. And something for me, it was like anything going to sleep uh, is difficult when you run all day long, even mm-hmm. though you can be tired. Your brain's on, mm-hmm. and it was putting your phone away, you know, turning, you know, all the blue light screens off an hour before right. you go to bed. And we've got this thing at our house where there's a hard, fast rule at eight o'clock. We're upstairs. We're not right. watching TV downstairs. Right. And I go upstairs and I'll maybe be in the bed, but I'm maybe watching TV, maybe not. I'm just kind of starting that transition yeah. into, um, you know, preparing to end my night. Right. And that's a moment where you can breathe. And breathing to prepare to sleep is awesome. But I think, you know, a lot of times I didn't realize I couldn't go from, okay, did a hard workout in the you know garage, go in the house, eat dinner, yeah. watch some TV. Now it's time to meditate. It doesn't right. work that way. You wish it worked that right. way. So I want to stay on that. Like you, I'm you, gonna, can I yeah, kind I of like Mike was saying? Yeah. If you're going to say it that way, I think you can make the argument then – that every workout you do actually is perfection mm-hmm. because it's just you working out and doing what you need to do. Because with meditation, it's never perfect, Not for but me, yeah. you're supposed to accept it as it is, and that's yes. what makes it perfect. So, like, you're that's in the moment, yeah. yeah, you're in the moment and you're uncomfortable, and you're like, it's only been four minutes. Well, you're supposed to just be like, <sighs> and it's been four minutes, and you're accepting everything mm-hmm. in the moment. So, same with working mm-hmm. out. So, if you want to make that argument, you can say, Every workout exactly. is perfect because every meditation is perfect because it's never perfect. Exactly. And, but yeah. you're doing it. I like it. And yeah. So I think that can be the argument there. That is. That's that's what I was trying. I'm glad you brought that up because in every – I have – I'll be lucky if I have three out of my seven days where my meditation is like, bam, I got to experience what, what Mike is feeling or, or what James is feeling. So – if you are like if if you're going out of it and you're like man that didn't work doesn't mean it didn't work that means it's just it's just a bad day right it's just like it's 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 the same thing in fitness some days i have good days some days i don't but if you're like michael and you're resilient and you're repetitive and you've been practicing it you'll have more good days i think i have more good crossfit days than more good meditation days just to expand on what she said um it when you do come in here you don't have a good day in fitness like mm-hmm. It is a perfect workout because guess what? I learned what I'm not good at, and the next day I'm going to attack that, or the next week I'm going to attack that. There you go. So that's how. You, that's basically how you attack 
like meditation. Like, okay, I know, like, I can't clear my mind, so let, let's look up some techniques on how to clear your mind, or look up breathing techniques, or breathing patterns, yeah. or whatever you want to, whatever you're not good at, you have to figure it out. That's or start listening to your thoughts. Yeah. Like when your thoughts are going crazy in meditation, instead of trying to back them off, they're going to keep fighting, then just let them be. And then you can start thinking. Like that's that's why both both fitness and meditation to me are so similar in that sense because yeah. you learn. Like it's not a perfect day, but if you did it, it's way more perfect than it was if you hadn't. Yeah. That's like the you're lapping everybody on the couch. Yeah. If you made it to the gym. That is yeah. half the battle. Like that's more than half the battle. I think you hit it perfectly. The athlete who just, okay, it's not a good, it's not a perfect workout. It's not perfect meditation, but it is better than nothing. And I think that's all we need to as um, humans, adults, as athletes, as people, and with our own family and our kids. Like, mm -hmm. hey, if we got our kids to start motivate, uh, meditating when they're 10 years old, they're going to be really bad at it. <laughs> they're going to be... It's going to be horrible to even try to keep a 10-year-old seated for, you know, five minutes. Right. But imagine the skill that you give that 10-year-old by the time they're 12. And then they're maybe just a B student at meditating, but they're probably miles and miles ahead of everyone of their peers. I mean, that's something that if we can teach kids or adults in the gym those skills, and they'll get better at them. You'll just naturally get better at everything that you do. More than once. I think we, we've done a podcast on it. Just do yep. something. What's exactly. the worst thing to happen? A little bit off track. Instead of like teaching a meditation, let's teach them that it's okay to be bad at something and then attack that. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. It's okay to be uncomfortable. That's when you're growing the most is to be uncomfortable. It's off yeah. track. But no, that's, that's if you're not good at something, okay. then yeah. attack it. Get good at it. It's real. That yeah. goes for everything. Fitness, meditation, career, Absolutely. money, everything. My kids are having it so hard now because they yeah. just don't, they see it as I'm failing, so I can't do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It comes down to being vulnerable, and people are uncomfortable doing that. Mm -hmm. But that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> a whole other podcast. Being uncomfortable, yeah. that should be a, yeah. that's a fantastic podcast. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I can talk yeah. about that forever. Oh, discomfort. Yeah. So, yeah, like if someone was to come up and ask, like, what should I expect from meditation? What would you recommend them? What should you expect from meditation? Expect from meditation. If someone came up there, yeah. like it sucks, start for sure. dude. In the very beginning, when I first started, I mean, I just yeah. told you, yeah. my because I I had horrible anxiety growing up, and my yeah. dad told me he goes, you need to do deep breathing. I was like, he's like, it will help, and so I did it. I deep breathed for what five breaths, and I went, this isn't helping. I'm not doing this anymore, yeah. and I quit. <laughs> and I was also, you know, I'm a kid, and yeah. so like it doesn't work now. Like I want it, and I want it now because mm -hmm. you're a kid, and that's how it is especially now, yeah. um, I would tell them, like, be ready to be super uncomfortable and accept the fact that you are uncomfortable. That's what I think people don't, they're like, it's not working because, like, it's, I just get irritable and it's so annoying and, like, I just right. can't, it's, it's like it's supposed to be, you're supposed yeah. to get irritable, you're supposed to be annoyed, but you're supposed to sit with it. They'll also be like, I can't do it, my mind is too crazy. Yeah. And you're like, that's, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. <laughs> they're like... It's right? supposed to be that hard. <laughs> yes. It's going to be that hard, but nothing in life yeah. that's easy. You know, typically it's not worth it if it's easy. Nobody wants to do easy things all the time. Mike does. Mike wants Coach to do oh, yeah. People assume, Coach. like, because it's mental, it should be easy. It's not physical, so I'm not using my physical body, so yeah. it shouldn't be that hard. 
Dude, mental things are way harder than physical things. Like, I will for sure take trying to lift heavy weight over my head every day versus sitting at home and meditating in the silence. I can't do that. That's why I do guided. Because when it's silent, I lose it. Like, Mm -hmm. everything goes, and then I get frustrated. So that's that's how, like, the different levels of difficulty. I think guided is, like, a scaled version of meditation. 100%. And then you move into, like, kind of, like, soft music. That's like that's like medium. That's like RX load, you know, and then pure like silence. 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 That's 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 CrossFit games right Coach there. Little's life. Yeah, Coach Little's life. Coach Little's life. Nothing to do with nothing. Not that's hard. So that's when you have to face yourself, and a lot of mm-hmm. people, I can't face myself. Like I'm not ready for that. Yet. All the voices yeah. in your head you start build popping. Up to it. Yeah. yeah, you got to build up to that. And I think that if there's anything to expect expect that your mind's not going to like it or your mind's going to have a lot of you're going to fight yeah you're going to fight it you're absolutely going to fight it you're going to fight staying still and you're going to fight breathing and a lot of people find it hard to um, slow their breathing down and control their breathing um, mm-hmm. for the first time and that's the other expectation the breathing part's going to be hard yeah the time's going to be hard the first time you're not going to feel like you get it get anything from it right. but there is like anything you're going to go from not being able to, you know, squat to next thing you know, you're doing body weight cleaning jerks. And that's how the progression of anything works. Like you meditate and you progress. Mm-hmm. Like you work out and you progress. And the same way your nutrition, you have to start somewhere. And, and eventually you're the person who can do 99% keto. Yeah. But you can't do that day one. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Well, that's, and I'm going to add because when you're talking about the breathing thing, one thing I've noticed is I hear, is I hear this a lot. Mm-hmm. People will say, I can't deep breathe. Because I, like, like I, I can't, like, someone will say, well, breathe in for five seconds, breathe out for five seconds. And people start mm-hmm. choking because their lungs aren't used to that. Right. Like, I can go, I time myself. I can do one breath in a minute and a half. That's how wow. slow. But in the beginning... It took me... It's like fish breath. Yeah. Like, you, they're like, breathe in for three seconds. And I go... Choking it down. Like, you just start choking. You're like, oh my gosh, I have to breathe in for this long? Yep. But the more you do it in practice, you get this lung capacity that allows you. And what it does is it affects your fitness. Like, you go to the gym now, and your cardio goes way up mm-hmm. simply because you are meditating and breathing, yep. and you're focusing on the deep breathing. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same thing, right? You need to practice... Yeah. to get there and that's we're so yeah. stuck in a world where people are like i just want it and i just want to be good at it now and i'm yeah. the same way yeah but then you think about it and you're like you just but you can't that's why i love meditations because you yeah. cannot be good at it the first time you do it and you'll just see people that are so strong come in and be like i tried oh, it yeah. and it was awful i'm like good yeah i think goodness it, it once sucks. doesn't work doesn't yeah work. exactly it doesn't work it seems like you guys are too fit doesn't work <laughs> yeah so let's stay. I want to stay on that topic a little bit because I want to talk about. So, so Madison kind of brought up the point that the deep breathing allows you to increase your your lung capacity. Another another huge benefit to it is reducing cortisol. So if you're if you're an athlete that's seeking to lose more body fat, meditation is going to be a huge huge game changer if you're able to master this type of exercise. Um, what are some potential other benefits aside from the increasing your oxygen work uh, reducing cortisol making better decisions 
Am I missing something from this? I've got one. I think I'm going to point at Madison because we'll <laughs> share this one. Uh, gastrointestinal. Oh, you know, a yeah. lot of people oh, yeah. um, don't breathe through their belly. Yeah, they don't breathe through the belly, and there's the physical not breathing through your belly that causes all the additional things. But if you have underlying issues, um, it's yeah. amazing what controlling your breathing can start doing for your gastrointestinal system. Absolutely. Whether it's controlling your anxiety, because mm-hmm. if you're like the rest of us. We have internal issues because we've internalized all of our external issues. Exactly. Yeah. And they've, they've found their place into your stomach. And if there's anything you can do, start meditating and controlling your breath in your stomach. Um, it helped for me, and it's not like I'm anywhere near perfect at all, but I used to have a horrible mm-hmm. ulcer. And it you know ulcers don't come from eating bad food all the time. Oreos? Uh, no, no. Uh, Oreos no. are vegan, bro. Yeah, Oreos are, Oreos are vegan. But I got First an little. So let's say I'll Obviously tell you when I discovered vegan. my uh, ulcer. It was yeah. um, April of 2009. Right. So if you think about the timing of April of 2009, I had just moved cross country, mm-hmm. February of 2009, at the height of the recession. Yeah. I had just yes. laid off my entire team, and yeah. then had the conversation with you know my upper uh, management team where I decided. I'm moving wow. cross country because the world is coming to an end at that moment. Mm-hmm. So I internalized all of the stress of everything else that was going around, and it found its way to my ulcer. So you were sick to your stomach. I was sick to my stomach, literally, just because of <laughs> yeah. everything else that was going around. So yeah, that's a that's a really really popular term when people say they're sick to their stomach. It's it's normally a result of high levels of stress, lack of breathing, and they're breathing through the chest and not through the entire pathway right and then we get to see these things like ulcers come up even kidney stones i would even mm-hmm. everything like from autoimmune, yeah, diseases. autoimmune mm-hmm. diseases my yeah my eczema was like that uh so there's these huge ones that we just kind of just like sweep under the rug but if you meditate it's not just bringing peace it's bringing health across the board you're breathing better you're making better decisions you're probably inspiring more people. They're, they're, you're just navigating them to, towards you because you're just like not in panic mode the entire time. And you sleep better. You sleep better. relaxation. Yeah. It's that circle though. Your relationships might be better yeah. too. If you sleep better, you yeah. wake up and you feel better. You eat better. Your relationships are better. Your workouts are better. Yes. Your work days are better. Then you come home and guess what? You see your family. Your relationships are better again. You sleep better. When you better. sleep better. And it's then that it's, cycle. It starts to build on itself. And well, look at that a positive cycle. All I ever talk about is negative anxiety cycles. Yeah. I like the positive the cycle. The positive cycles mm-hmm. do exist. There we is need one. To talk about that. <laughs> In this negative world we have, there is one positive cycle, but it starts with taking care of yourself. Exactly. Man, that's tough. So, so uh, audience, if you guys are not meditating and including it into your fitness practice, I'm telling you it's going to be a, a massive impact in your game. If you guys like this episode, make sure to share it with someone. That's how we grow. And we'll see you guys in the gym. Peace. Love you guys. Later. Bye. 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 Bye
thinking I'm blind Cross on my crosses and dot on my eyes Done with your efforts, I'm dealing with pressures I know it's a lesson, that's word of the wise Dubbing the mixes, I'm mixing I know I've been missing, I needed some personal time Full of pictures, dimensions I don't with your digits, I mean it, I'm staying inside Cause they got problems on problems on problems on problems on problems on problems I solve them, I run through the money, the pressure be calling